Hello. Hi, Jess. <laughs> Hi, Fiona. <laughs> Thank you for meeting with me tonight. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so excited. And congratulations. I thank you. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. Let me know when you're going to um, start officially or I don't know if you go right in. I don't know what your methods are. I usually just jump right in. Okay. So yeah, let's get started. I'm ready whenever you are. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so tell us about yourself and what do you do? Well, um, my name is Jesse. Um, everyone knows me on social media as Jesse the Realtor, Facebook and Instagram. Um, I do have a podcast as well. Um, it is called Jesse's Place Podcast, and it's streaming everywhere that podcasts can be heard. Um, I'm a licensed New Jersey real estate. I grew up in Brooklyn, East New York. Um, and I've been living in New Jersey for about five years. So, uh, and I moved from Brooklyn to New Jersey and, um, uh, it's been about almost a year that I have been a real estate agent and I am learning as I go. And it's been a really, really great, fun, fun ride. (laughs) Nice. So first I like to like jump into the femininity and then I'm going to ask you questions about real estate. Oh, great. Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. So, okay, growing up in Brooklyn, what did femininity mean to you? And, like, who were feminine figures in your life? Well, um, I grew up in a neighborhood that was very brown and black. We were the majority. I hate when I hear, like, oh, minority, minority, because we were the majority. We are the majority in that neighborhood still. And um, so I think my influences not only came from home, um, uh, growing up in a Latina household, I'm Mexican and Puerto Rican. Even though I did do a DNA ancestry and I found out that I'm actually African as well, um, oh. but I have a different skin tone. So I do not want to um, parade around like, oh, hey, you know, I'm full black, whatever the case may be, because I do get to afford the luxuries that a lighter skinned woman um, is afforded, right? So yeah. that's definitely not lost on me. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so I grew up in a you know predominantly black and Hispanic neighborhood. And I think my influences really came from from that. I think we really bonded over like the same music. So like girls like Aaliyah, she came out when I was in um middle school. So it's like junior high and shit. So um I think having someone like that was cause she dressed hood, but she was extremely feminine in a way. And it was a word that I really couldn't verbalize back then. Mm-hmm. But you just knew that she was sexy, even though she was wearing button down shirts like the rest of us. You know what I mean? Like I, I dressed really baggy. I wore baggy jeans. I would wear my older brother's um, button down shirts and steal them from him and his sweaters and try to hide them and put them back before he noticed. And so I think that femininity to me, even though I didn't know that it was feminine to me, was girls like, you know, Mary J, SWV. Uh, Aaliyah, um, I think Selena um, is a Hispanic um, cultural icon. Mm-hmm. Um, she was definitely something that I grew up listening to and being exposed to. I think like all of the ladies that I saw in the telenovela, I didn't really um, relate to them, even though my grandmother watched soap operas growing up and I grew up in her household. I didn't really relate to that because they looked more like white people if that's the right way of saying it. But <laughs> they look more of like, um, they had that real Spaniard look instead mm-hmm. of like 
um, the women that, that I see in my household who are like all different shades, you know, from, you know, light, light, light to brown, 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 black. So I think that um, femininity to me was emulating um, what I saw at home, but also taking what I was like sharing with my friends in the streets. Right. Cool. So what were femininity tips you received while growing up? Um, that's a good question. I don't see that's the thing. I didn't I didn't know that it was about femininity. I just knew that um growing in a Spanish household, I just knew that I had a certain place. Um, like I knew that I had to not only know how to cook and clean and take care of the house, but I had to look good. Um, I had to know how to take care of myself. Um, my grandmother made a she was a beauty queen when mm-hmm. she was younger. And she was known for winning contests for her legs and she was a dancer. And so she took great pride in the way that she looked and she always dolled herself up and she, you know, the house always smelled like tons of hairspray. And uh, my older, my, my older ladies know, I'm, I'm, you know, I want to say not that old because I don't think 39 is old. I'm 39. Um, no. <laughs> um, I, you know, Aquanet was the hairspray that was being used back then. I don't know if anybody remembers that. If you do, it's time to get some skincare routines going. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I think that femininity tips that I got at home, as I, I think the first Im- impressions that were placed upon me was being feminine was more than one thing. It, it, you knew that, okay, you're, you're, you're a girl. You're going to be a woman. You've got to know how to do all these things. You need to be multidimensional. Right. And it just felt like something that was natural. It never felt like anything that was forced because of the way that I was seeing it. I saw it be done at home. So I think that I carried that into my life as an older woman, as, you know, getting older and, and you know, transitioning into my own adulthood. But I did that with a twist because I set out to be extremely, um, I'm not even that my grandmother wasn't independent or that my mom wasn't independent because my mom always worked and things like that. But my grandmother was more one of those stay at home grandmothers. And, you know, she went to the bingo hall and made sure that my grandfather came home and gave her his, his money. And, <laughs> you know, I, I did things that, you know, I got some of the good tips and I and I kind of like, you know, finesse them to make them my own. OK. And so let's go back to when you said you are Puerto Rican and Mexican, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So culturally, like, I think you kind of touched on it, but could you give us other ways, you, like, your culture in itself regards, like, femininity? Like, what are... Yes, I do think that, yeah, I think that growing up in that culture, I mean, for me, per se, um, I think there's a there's a vanity to, to in the Hispanic culture that I, I experienced. And I don't know what other people's households are like or what other uh, uh, cultural nuances are in other different cultures. But in, in, in my household, um, vanity played a big issue because you had to look a certain way. You know, like you couldn't just go somewhere looking crazy or you couldn't just be somewhere looking crazy. Like there was a huge emphasis on, you know, making sure your hair was in place so that, you know, you look a certain way. Even to this day, I would never go to my grandmother's house and and not make sure that I'm done up, you know, like, <laughs> because she will be on me like, oh, why do you look like that? Are you depressed? Like, so I think that vanity for me um, was something that was really pressed upon me. Like, you know, you got to make sure that you look good, you smell good, you take care of yourself. And so, um, yeah, I think that that was, I, I saw that, I, I feel like, I saw that specifically with the Spanish women in, in, in my culture. And it wasn't just like my household, but other households within the neighborhood that I grew up in. That was kind of like a recurring theme. Like, you know, they were, they were literally be like all dolled up 
<laughs> like at home. Like, so I think that's something that always stuck with me. And I think to this day, even though I don't covet vanity, um, I do feel like I do have, uh, I, I am vain in certain respects. Like, and, and I, and I, I love to look good and I relish the fact of taking care of myself and, you know, I like to get done up. I like to be fly. Oh, I know that's right. That's right, girl. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so now for the real estate questions, I want to ask from, uh, let's say, a perspective of uh, someone who would want to enter that field. And then I want to ask from a person that wants to enter it as an investor, especially right. a woman from the inner city. I would say that um, the transition into real estate for me was more about, see, I think I romanticized it in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I, I, I only looked at as that as freedom, because even though I had a secure job and everything like that, and I had always had a career um, spanning over 18 years. But I think that there was a certain romanticization in my mind of being able to um, own my time, like not be sitting at a particular desk pushing paper all day. So for someone who's just getting into real estate, think about the reason why you're getting into and then stay true to that reason. And um, I think someone, because and the reason why I say that is because I am from an inner city, uh, inner city person. I take great pride in being from the inner city because I feel like there's a certain hustle that you get being born and raised in Brooklyn, being born and raised in New York, and that train rides and you know going downtown Brooklyn to school and and doing all those things. I think those give you life lessons and it gives you that hunger and that hustle that you can't get anywhere else. At least I don't see. Now that I'm being exposed to more people, I don't, I don't see that in everyone. I think that's kind of like my lane. Um, so I say someone from the inner city like myself, I would say, you know, think about your reason why you hustle and then just stick to that and just and, you know, don't deviate from from that plan. You know, stick to your reason why. Um, it's actually a very easy field to get into because it's more of like, you know, the only people who are like really looking you up are other real estate agents you know, people that you are meeting and doing business with and forming relationships with, they're they're giving you business and they're wanting to work with you for you. So like, you know, you are the walking, talking brand. So however you promote yourself or whoever you're going after, you're going to eventually get. You can't keep picking at a scab and it don't bleed. So definitely focus in on that. And I think someone who wants to um, get into real estate as an investment side, I would say that, you know, knowledge is power. You know, really think about, when you think about investing, I think for someone who who's coming from a place without a blueprint, you know, like I have no prior real estate experience. Um, and I don't I'm a first generation home buyer and I don't know anyone else who's doing the things that I'm doing. I think it's a little bit harder. So if you have that similar background, I think knowledge is power and align yourself with someone who's doing what you want to be doing. Right. That's the best. That's the best way to learn. And a lot of people if they know that you are just like powerful in yourself and like you, if you have a confidence and swagger, people are going to be easily intimidated by you, but do Mm -hmm. not, do not, do not, do not, do not deviate from putting yourself in seats where there might not be a seat at the table for you. I'm sure we've heard that phrase used many times over again. Just bring your own foldable chair and just park it there. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, just, just don't like my grandfather. We said, we still, um, we used to go to Eastern Parkway um, every Labor Day weekend. My grandfather would sketch people and people would give me their little costume things as a because he wouldn't charge them. Mm-hmm. And he would bring this like collapsible. Um, it was like a little small bench chair. And he would always bring his own chair everywhere, everywhere he went, because in case he wanted to sit down and start sketching something, no matter where we went, he always had his little chair with him. So I would say that, you know, bring your own chair. 
you know, and, and, and present yourself and make yourself known to speak up and, you know, closed mouths don't get fed and it's always no unless you ask. And especially when it comes to investing in commercial real estate, um, you know, you've got to know what you're doing. you got to know, um, you know, read, you know, you got, and like I said, align yourself, find a mentor, find someone who's already doing what you're doing. There are, there's so much information out there now. Like we are in a time where there is no reason to, to not have access to anything anymore. And I think that a lot of times, you know, when I was growing up, a lot of things that I never strived to do, even though I knew that they, they were being done by others, I didn't strive to do it because I didn't have access to it. I always used that as my clutch, as my excuse. And, you know, as I got older, I realized like, hey, man, I could do anything if I, if I just find out how to get it done, you know? Mm-hmm. So knowledge is power. I would say that if you're coming from that side and from that point of view and you want to get into investing, like you really want to make some real money and you really want to uh, make a way for yourself, then, you know, educate yourself. Nice. And also guys, listen to Jesse's place. She to <laughs> herself in, but I'll plug her in. She has a lot of episodes on real estate and right. just overall her life. And I think you can, if you can relate, you got to tune. just tune in. You, I'm saying if you can relate, tune in and you will relate. How about that? Thank you, thank you, thank you, Fiona. What's the what's the name of this? This is the Hood Fem podcast, right? Studio Hood Fem. Wow, I'm I'm like so excited, and I'm happy to be a part of this this episode, and I'm you know I'm excited to see where things are gonna go for you, and I know that you're gonna do great things, big things, and um, I'm excited to pe- for people to finally see like you know the star that you are. Oh, thank you so much, Jess. To hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I'm excited. I'm so happy that you put me onto this app. Oh, um, each one, each one. You know, <laughs> there's a place for everybody. You know? you know, and I just you don't got what I got, and I don't got what you got, and that's the beauty of the world. You know, but and we help each other. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it was very important to me to start this podcast because. You know, over the, I say every episode, I'm going to say it every episode. I don't know when I'm going to stop saying it, (laughs) (laughs) but listening or tuning into those certain, those toxic femininity gurus, that's what I'm going to call them. Right, right. Who just speak negatively on the hood. And it's just, it's very apparent that they're not from there and whatever they get their knowledge from is probably the media. And I'm not going to lie, even me, myself living here, I've said some hypocritical things and I'm always going to call myself on that out on that first. So nobody can run to the blogs. <laughs> when right, I'm, right, right. I'm over here tucking my, my hair behind my ear, you know, gotta give I know them, that's right. Give them the it's, visual. Everyone's al- I'm, I'm allowed to be someone completely different than I was four hours ago, half an hour ago. I'm allowed to change my mind. You yeah. know, knowledge is power. The more I know. Like, but that's my thing. I'm I was open to growing and learning, and these people are in their big age, and then you can tell them like, "Hey, how you're coming off is kind of Eurocentric." Oh, I'm not Eurocentric. Right, right. Oh, I'm not racist. I hate what people say like, "Oh, if they see you advancing or doing anything, it's automatically associated to a completely different culture." Like, nah, no. Do you know how many people come from where I come from? Like, okay. and that are <laughs> doing it. Like, exactly. I, well, I made a post about Michelle Obama. Not to segue from the topic, but no, I'm no, t- go ahead. I made a post about famous lawyers and I added Michelle Obama and someone was like, I didn't even know she was from the hood. But that's my point. Right. That's the beauty of it. You know, I, I want I want inner city women to know that you can be anything you want to be. And I feel like these women who are anti hood or anti like that urban rich aesthetic, mm-hmm. um, they don't understand that the only visual that inner city women have um are you know bottle service girls right right Instagram like that's who's making it out of where they're from so of 
course that's the path they want to take so that's why i've done this i want to show them that no there's more to attaining a black or luxury lifestyle than that there's tech there's so you know content creation right there's but to, to add to that to add to that i feel that um one to, to add to what you just said about bottle service girls and things like that and stripping you just say stripping but to add to to, to bottle server girls and just like that type of um lifestyle you know anything that's associated with that i think that you got to understand i think with people where they where they mislead where, where they misjudge i think that when people do that and they're looking down on females that that do that for mm -hmm. me it's like you got to understand the kind of hunger sometimes that it takes and i'm not saying everybody's story is the same i'm not saying that some girls are straight up is out there because they want that quick eat and hey that's fine too but a lot of a lot of the girls that I know who have gotten into it, like really did it on some like this is the struggle. I'm gonna make this something else, you know, open my own little side hustle, get my little entrepreneur. Listen, whatever you gotta do to come up in life, whether as long as you're not sacrificing yourself to do it, and listen, let me take that a little bit back too, because sometimes you gotta sacrifice a little bit of yourself to get to that next step. So and and you know, it's not an easy road to navigate for any person, but I feel that if you come from an inner city and if you've never been where we've been and you've never done what we've done, then don't judge anybody for getting to where they need to get to. As long as they're not doing nothing detrimental to other people and they, you know, they have that's a good proper. intention, yeah, basically. that's fine. And not all these other scammers and all that. I'm not talking to y'all because I know y'all still <laughs> out there doing the damn, you know, making all them coins, you know. I know <laughs> we ain't talking to you, but you know, we talk, like, it is hard. It's hard being a woman to have like all these expectations of like, what you like, you know, what is your femininity? Like, you know, are you feminine? Are you a hoe? Like there's just so much, I think judgment, you know, listen, I've been, you know, I've been guilty of it as well, but you know, as I've matured in my life and I've been through so many different things that I thought myself that I would never have to do or go through, you just know, like it comes sometimes, not all the time, but it comes from that 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 hustle mentality, that inner listen, like I said, there's there's no place like home. And I would never change the fact that I come from Brooklyn all my entire life, like 35 years spent there. Um to me, it, it has served it has served me to be the woman that I am today. And I know that I'm not for everybody, and that's okay too. Right. And that's perfectly okay. And that, on a good note, let's just say if this, if this doesn't resonate with you. And that breathy feminine guru because this ain't it boo <laughs> right right. not the podcast for you right 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 and it could be that too we could do that too but you know, <laughs> but you know we ain't gonna do that today um <laughs> you know and that's the thing that's the beautiful thing about being a woman is that we have so many facets and we can you know we can just pull so many cards and like who you want today boo like what, what, what do you want to hear today like what is it that you so i think the beauty and um you know being a hood fam and being able to be multi-dimensional and how to you know like code switch and and because you know who you could key with when you're working out in the field as a real estate agent you know mm -hmm. you you get that vibe from someone you're like oh, okay this person's this person's cool you know and then you know who you and don't you like, feel like not yeah. to cut you off but don't no, you no, feel like coming up in an environment such as new york city it makes right. you way better at reading people yes because yes, you know you're on the train you know, you'll be on the train sometimes at night or early, early, early in the morning or whatever. And, you know, if you in it, you got to you got to read people. On the train. Like, OK, exactly. This, this girl bugging. Oh, no, this guy. No, no, this dude. He on something right now. You know how to read you. You you learn reading people from young because you got to know how to navigate through the world. You get on the bus and, you know, it's crap quarters on the bus, especially in the train. It's a little bit more space. But sometimes on the bus, you know, it's, it'd be crap. And you're mm -hmm. like, OK, am I sitting next to this person or no? Because they over here tripping or. 
you know, so you learn how to read people really, really young, um, growing up in that fast city style lifestyle, you know? Yeah. I think it's fun. I, and I like the fact that you're bringing this um, topic out um, so everybody gets to know. I think I think it's something that people are, like, thirsty to hear, you know? I think um, I have, you know, we've mentioned my podcast already, Jesse's Place Podcast. But the the response that I get from people is that even though it's a real estate, you know, it's to document my journey as becoming a real estate agent and then my, and then my lifestyle in general and the things that, you know, I'm a talker. I love to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and talking is healing for me. Um, I think that a lot of people, the response that I get from them is that, you know, they prefer to hear the real deal. Like they don't really want to hear that polished perfection. You know, they want to be able to, to, to hear someone, not everyone, like I said, I'm not for everybody, but they want to, they want to be able to hear from someone who's either been down that road or been where they've been in or change the way that they think about what they've always been thinking about. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have the balls to ask those questions, but they'd rather hear somebody talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a fact because oh, you don't even know how many no, uh, girl I was getting notifications from people <laughs> that didn't look like hood films. I'm like, okay, um, I hope y'all realize what this platform and who this platform is for. But you know, listen, it ain't gonna but you gonna have people. You gonna be like, really, <laughs> really? You know what? Just uh, this as long as you need to educate yourself <laughs> and not, you know, use this as ammo because I just. Yeah. That there are I people think that after you keep going for a little while, you you know, I feel like I've been finding my flow and finding my niche. And I think that that's, you know, when you try anything, you know, like when I listen to my first episodes, I cringe. And <laughs> now I'm like, okay, I'm getting a little flow there, you know, a little something, something, you know. <laughs> and I think it's the same thing. I think that, you know, I love the topic. I love uh, the hood femme ideology. I think that um, it's something that is going to be fun. And, you know, also could be, you know, it's also a really serious thing too. It's something that not to take, for granted and i'm glad that you are you know pushing your platform forward you know like i'm definitely tuning in um and i can't wait to see like other topics that you know you'll be talking about and you know whenever you have that hood femme round table you know definitely and you could count me in know how i've been just wanting my <laughs> own space so i can like have a like a, a freaking that we're gonna put that in the air <laughs> in the air Not i need some sets Matter I need friends. some show. I know, girl. I know. So I know. whoever's out here that's connected, right? So what, what do you feel like? What do you feel like? Hood femme is bringing to the table. Um. Wow, that's a good question, actually. I mean, hello, I'm a podcast host too. You know, I had to flip a question on you, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> you really did. You went to journalism. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. I can't really say what I think it's giving right now, but I'm okay. hoping it's giving what it's supposed to give. Okay. What I intend for it to do. Yeah, what's that? A, a multitude of things. So like I mentioned, I want inner city women to know that there's a space for you in tech, STEM. Right. The lawyer being a doctor, um, you know, but you know, make that money how you make your money, girl. Exactly. If you're a boutique owner, drop it in the links. We will right. read it. You know, if you, you sell a lip gloss. Again, put it in. I'll go check it out. Put all, put all, put, put in, yeah. put in your all, excuse yeah. me, into whatever you're doing. That's so right. that's one thing I want. Like, that's definitely one thing I want this to do. I want to also not to be combative, but you know, I'm a Sagittarius, so I have no problem calling people out. <laughs> Let me stop. Okay. 
um no uh that's not being combative that's being awareness you see how you gotta flip that oh i like to that girl you gotta flip stop being combative you know yeah. it's bringing yeah. awareness oh okay. starting a conversation okay oh, no, it's me. yeah because you know damn well they're gonna live that i mean you, you hear that ghetto bitch <laughs> yes so argumentative <laughs> ratchet ass no <laughs> that's right and shit, i could do both what you want <laughs> um but one another thing I want to do is just dismantle everything that they're saying. It was to a point where I was thinking, yo, are they getting paid to like rag on ratchet women? Because I don't know mm. if your podcast or one of my other like pre-recorded podcasts, but I mentioned that there was a YouTuber. One yes, time yes, you mentioned watching. it in our episode. Yeah, right. I was watching it. Right, I'm mentioning my YouTube. My if I could find that video, mm. I would do a video like on it. Because that was atrocious to me. So basically, to let my podcast know, right, right, YouTube, my sister, commercial comes on, and this woman, she's just like tacky and ratchet, and she's over here like using like Miami kind of ratchet slang, and then it cuts to the next scene, and she's like, "Now is that the woman you want to be?" Me and my sister looked at each other like, "What the hell did we just witness?" Really. Oh, I did mention it in my previous podcast, I think. I definitely did. And it was so minstrelly to me. I know, I know. It just disgusted me. So I was like, you know what? I gotta talk to these girls because they're a little too on a high horse. Seriously. Someone gotta bring them down. Not to say that I'm... Someone needed to inbox her and be like, Queen, you're doing the most, like, what you know, like... Don't don't tear her down, tear her up. Like maybe she needs she needs new friends. She needs like some better guidance. You know, like whole thing. I think if we all thought that way, you know, listen, ain't nobody perfect. But if you keep on putting content content out like this, Mm -hmm. it's definitely gonna give what needs to be gave. That thing is gonna be thing in the way that it needs to thing. Okay, so don't you worry. <laughs> that thing gonna be thinking and I'm I'm just I'm excited to see like the content that's gonna be put out and you know I'm 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 here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I just honestly I hope that the message isn't lost. This is not like I'm not calling myself a femininity guru. I'm just calling them out. Um right. this is definitely not gonna be a platform for gender wars. This is all for my inclusivity. You know, my femmes, because I don't, I'm t- even talking about my trans women, my queer folks right. that identify as femmes. Exactly. The hood. I'm not talking about no shade, but right. maybe a little bit of you know, overcast. I'm not talking about the people that emulate them. Right. I'm talking about the originators. Wow. The, the Latinos of the inner I, I love, I love the very, like, direct, like, specificness of it, because... It doesn't like just because I want to celebrate me doesn't mean that I'm not celebrating you. It's just not not your time right now. Like if you if you're tuning in, you're not. We're not going to be talking about what you do. We're talking about what we do. As right. if we're not talking about that. And right. we're not even judging. We're not saying right wrong. It's just there needs to be a space for everything, and this is the platform for that. So I want to applaud you for that. And I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, let me see. I think I have. I can wrap it up with one more question because I know you sure. need to go. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Oh, that was 30 minutes. That's not bad. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, you kind of already mentioned the hood femme that inspires you. Yes, I did, so, actually. Who would be a hood femme of today? Today, it would definitely, wow, that's a great question. 
Because there's a couple, there's a couple hood fans that definitely inspire me. But I'm definitely gonna, off the top, like off the rip. And I don't even know if it could be considered today because she is older. But Eve is definitely one of the hood fans that inspires me because mm-hmm. of the way that she's been able to be multi-dimensional dimensional in her career. But how she came up in that versus, she was still doing her thing. Like, really enjoyed to see her like that in that space. I think another person would definitely be um, Remy Ma. I think that she is. Yeah. I mean, Remy, that's not, I don't even know if she's considered like a hood friend from now because like I grew up, you know, I was, I remember when she went to jail. I was like, oh my God. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you back then, you know, you took those things personally. Like, oh, they got my girl down. No way. <laughs> um, even though, you know, when she did, it still was like, no, not her. Free, free, free Remy, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so I would definitely say Eve. Remy is a hood fam. I would think that little Kim to me is a hood fam because I mean, hello, she, she's from she's from Brooklyn and she got that Brooklyn swag, but she's also been able to reinvent herself. And I think reinvention is key, right? So that's not that's cold not bitches. right? Yeah, it's so crazy to me when she because she'll get on stage and be, you know, it's that Kim, it's that real raw Brooklyn, you know. <laughs> she is so sweet and, and tiny and cute and bougie. Yeah. <laughs> but if you saw her back in the day, definitely she she was just on her real hood hood fam. Right, but yeah. yeah, on Instagram, she's like, "Look, yeah. guys, I found hi guys, I you love you all so much." <laughs> <laughs> all right, so thank you, Jess. Oh, it's you're so, so welcome. I'm um, plug in all your socials. Yes, right yes, now. yes, yes. You can find me, Jesse the Realtor, on Instagram and Facebook, and also at www.jessetherealtor.com for my blog. I got featured content on there. And also you can check out my podcast on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Google, uh, every single string, single um, streaming platform. It is Jesse's Place Podcast. You can catch Fiona on the Hood Femme episode um, mm-hmm. where we had a whole key about uh, hood femininity and things like that. So till next time, guys, it was my pleasure, Fiona. I honor you. I thank you for having me on. And you know, big things, big things. You know, God bless. Good night and happy holidays. Like thank what? you. Happy holidays, everyone. Bye.